Hello and welcome to Gank That, that drink. drink, a supernatural drinking game podcast. This is season one, episode one, Pilot and Wendigo. In every episode of Gank That Drink, we will assign ourselves each two drinking game rules and we play along with two episodes of the television show Supernatural. After we watch and play, we will discuss both episodes, perhaps while tipsy, and we will evaluate the rules we played in our quest to curate for you the perfect Supernatural Season 1 drinking game. Because as we all know, not all drinking game rules are created equal. They are not. No, they're not. And we're going to try and find the best of the best. Yes. Cultivated and curated from across the interwebs for you. Yes, and tested to perfection by us. <laughs> to the complete perfection by us. 100% perfection. I am Chrissy Lenz, performer and director at National Comedy Theater Phoenix, the Valley's home for hilarious, spontaneous, and interactive improv comedy. I am the host of Woe, a most excellent Keanu Reeves podcast, and you might have heard me as a geek host and contributor with Educating Geeks Podcasting Network, and I can sometimes be seen on three TVs, Your Life Arizona, as the guru of geekery. I am our gank that drank supernatural super fan. Uh, although I realize that there are super fans and super, super, supernatural fans. And I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I'm on the top tier, um, but I have been to a supernatural convention. Uh, I've participated in Gishwiz, and I've seen every episode at least twice. Uh, some of them I've seen dozens and dozens and hundreds of times. So I definitely consider myself part of Team Free Will. And with me, as always, is... This is Nate McWhorter. I am a stand-up comedian and improviser. You can also see me performing at the National Comedy Theater in Mesa. And I would be our gank that drank newbie mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, my experience with Supernatural is limited, as in only the first few seasons, which is but a dent in the vast Supernatural canon. So it is vast. Uh, I have halted where I am currently, which is kind of at the beginning of season three. And excited to be starting this project with you and get to watch the first few seasons over again. Yeah. A Supernatural yeah. And, and get to figure out all these fun drinking game rules. Okay. So tonight we're watching Pilot, which aired September 13th, 2005 to 5.69 million viewers. And Wendigo, which first aired September 20th, 2005, 5.01 million viewers. So they lost... 0.68 million viewers from episode one That's fine. to episode two. That's fine. It happens. Still a lot. Standard spoiler alert. We are, of course, going to be discussing the episodes in their entirety and certainly not in a fit state to avoid spoilers. So please be prepared to hear all the grisly details of something you've had more than 12 years to watch. Yeah, get on it. Yeah. Get on it, basically. <laughs> all right. So we... Uh, here's how we're sort of accumulating the rules. We are gathering them both from our own suggestion and from like various sources we can find around the internet. So tonight our submissions include things that Nate has kicked in, things that I have kicked in, and things that have been culled from the Educating Geeks Supernatural Season 1 uh, drinking game rules, which you can find links to and descriptions of the rules in uh, the episode post at mostexcellentpod.com. All right. Here are the rules we're playing tonight. Chrissy is playing Broken Furniture. Anytime furniture is broken in an episode, take one drink per item broken. This was suggested by you, Nate. Yes. There are a lot of broken furniture items throughout the show. 
and I thought it would be a, a solid one to play, and you could really play with, with any episode. Oh, and then my fir- one of my rules is called What Happened. Take three drinks anytime the boys reference what happened to mom and or Jess was also suggested by me. Mm-hmm. And had I known that I would be having to do it, I might not, I might have made it a few fewer drinks. <laughs> yeah. Chrissy is also playing Pop Culture Part 1. Anytime a pop culture reference is made that one Winchester brother doesn't get, take two drinks if you get it. Take three drinks if you don't. This was also suggested by you. So we're drawing randomly, yeah. but you we drew heavy on Nate rules tonight. Apparently, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see how well I am at creating some of these rules out the gate. <laughs> and another Nate rule. Uh, well, not. I don't think this one was you creative. Didn't I didn't make this one, but it. I'm playing. I'm playing this one. The dad rule. Every time the boys talk about dad, pour some of your drink into a second glass. The dad glass. Finish the whole glass if we see dad in real life, not a flashback, or we hear from dad in real life, or when the big bad is finally killed. Yeah. So essentially, you're going to be stacking your drinks up and taking them all at once. Yes. Just saving all the drinks for one kind of (laughs) big thing at the end. So that was a rule that I created as part of the Educating Geeks uh, Supernatural Season 1 Drinking Your Rules way back in Educating Geeks Season 3. And then tonight we're both playing easter egg give out one drink anytime you notice a self-referential supernatural easter egg give two drinks if it's related to show creator eric kripke this is also one that i made up as part of the educating geeks drinking it rules podcast because there are a lot of little easter eggs they like to throw them in there that they like to throw in there so let's chat for just a minute about what the drinking game evaluation is going to be right. like. Because as you mentioned, sometimes you look up drinking game rules or you make up your own drinking game rules. And lo and behold, you've come up with one rule that happens so often it's not practical. Yes. Yeah. And and then sometimes you come up with a rule that you think is going, you know, is something like you, that you really remember or that is, is memorable to you. And because of that, it, you think it happens all the time. And, and it, it never happens. Happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that that's kind of the finding like that middle ground where it's not too much, not too infrequent. Mm-hmm. And then you have the second aspect of every drinking rule, which is doling out what the actual drink worth of each rule is yeah. and in proportion with how often it happens. So I think that's part of the evaluation. Uh, another part of our evaluation, I think, should be whether it would be good to play with lots of friends or to mm-hmm. play with one other friend or, you know, a, a small group or... And again, we are not going to ever encourage... Hopefully not alone. Not alone. <laughs> don't, just don't play these games alone, because then you're just drinking. And of course, d- d- and if you're going to drink and watch Supernatural, there's no judgment. Just You can do that. No need to add rules. All right, so we are going to go take off and watch episode one and two of Supernatural. Yeah. And then we'll be back to tell you about the episodes and how the drinking game went. Yes. So we'll see you on the other side. Murder road to the place. place. I did some murder. <laughs> Supernatural. Lots of murder. Don't on pick murder up a road. Ghost. <laughs> on, murder on murder road. road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back. Hello. Hi. Well, we've just been watching a couple of Supernatural episodes and playing along with some drinking game rules. We are now ready to give you our reviews. We watched uh, Pilot and Wendigo, so we're going to start with the pilot, and 
I'm going to summarize it for you. Okay. And feel free to hop in if I miss anything. But essentially, the pilot is meet the Winchesters. We start with Sammy, and he's in school. He's got a girlfriend uh, named Jessica, and it's Halloween, and in the dead of night, Big Brother Dean comes home to tell them that Dad's on a hunting trip and hasn't been back in a few days. We learn the history of the Winchesters. We learn that when the boys were small and Sammy was just a baby in a crib Mm -hmm. and Dean was some indescriptive amount of years older. Yeah. Old enough to remember. Old enough to carry his baby brother out of the house. Yeah. But still young enough to be like of an age. Yeah. Um, Their mother was murdered by a demon and since then they've been sort of riding the rails with dad saving people and hunting things dot 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 the family business dean sort of has to rope sam into coming along and searching for dad they don't find dad but what they do find is a quote-unquote woman in white Mm -hmm. who is a ghostly bride slut Right. Well, uh, a ghostly uh, i'm sorry i should not say that undead no that is wrong of me and, and if a, anyone's a slut, it would be her husband. Her husband, yeah. Not her. That's true. You're absolutely right. I stand corrected, and I apologize. Um, a, a wronged woman. Yes. Who waits by the side of the road for unfaithful, unfaithful men. men that she yes. can murder. Yeah. So Sam and Dean uh, discover all of this. They find Dad's journal, which is sort of the grimoire of the season. Mm-hmm. They're hot on Dad's trail. Anyway, they solve the woman in white case. Yes. After encountering her themselves and going through a bunch of different things and uh, being thrown off a bridge Mm -hmm. that... Should have killed them. Should have killed them, although I believe it It was... It killed her. Yeah. It killed her. Killed her. That's how she died. Dean was just fine. Yeah. Made the same jump. They... So after it's all over, it's all said and done, Sammy goes back home. Lo and behold, his girlfriend Jess meets the same fate as his mom, which is to be pinned to the ceiling and burned alive. Uh, Sam then vows to join Dean and hunt with him until he brings vengeance about for. We have a real Luke Jess Skywalker situation at that point. Yeah. With like, oh, are all the people that you know dead now? Because you gotta join Guess your you brother. Go with Obi Wan, <laughs> Obi Dean, Obi Dean, uh, and hence the series is born. Yeah. And it's a it's a fun episode, definitely worth watching. Oh, it's uh, great! As pilots go, it's a really solid pilot. Good. Yeah, you really get to know the characters. It's compelling. It's fun. It is a monster of the week, but that's all of season one, essentially. But they also get you started out with the very origins of the mythos of the show. Mm-hmm. With with obviously kind of everything in the show stems, or at least for a little bit, stems from the death of of mom and jess and we get to see both of those in the first episode (laughs) uh and so that that's uh yeah they really do reveal a lot of what's going to be the fun that we have in the season which is um you know them impersonating police officers Mm -hmm. and getting away with like such so many illegal things while dressed in flannel shirts and carhartt jackets like it doesn't make any sense but there was a really nice moment when they're first on the bridge impersonating cops and this whole the whole pilot episode sam is really like I don't know, Dean Garsh. Can we do that? Uh, and there's a moment where uh, somebody says, aren't you a little young to be federal marshals? And I just wanted that Phineas and Ferb moment for them to be like, yes, yes, we are. And then, <laughs> and then it's, it's over. And we are young. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, they, and that, yeah, you get the fun disguises and you get some cool, 
just little moments and and they make the direct homages as they do especially early on to the x-files and and they have the mm-hmm. uh Molly and uh or Molly and Skulder see I knew I was gonna do it <laughs> Scully and Mulder uh joke that they make in there when they, they are gonna go talk to the the police officers they on the bridge right and, at it and I they do that. and they do it in a lot of episodes especially early on and 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 as x-files fans we obviously appreciate yeah. that quite a bit you know what jumped at me too was that in these first two episodes, mm-hmm. um, we get so much of the the taglines, the classic phrases of the series that are still being merchandised and leveraged and, and dear to all of our hearts 13 years later. Mm-hmm. So in this pilot episode, we get the jerk bitch. Right. Uh, driver picks the music. Yeah. Shotgun says his cake hole. Yeah. And then, and I know it's in Windigo, but that's when we get saving people hunting things. Mm-hmm. And family business. Family business. Those are still the catchphrases. So, like, that has to be, like, a real hallmark of a well-written pilot if we're still quoting it 13 seasons later. Right. And it's not, it doesn't feel stale or old. No, it's, it is what we yeah. say. Yeah. So, they're in this fictional town of Jericho, California. Mm-hmm. You know what I was really wondering while I'm watching this? Why are they wearing so many layers? Why is it t-shirts, flannels, leather jacket, Carhartt jacket? They're, what? It, I mean, it, it's October, but it's it could California. Be, Jericho could be in like northern California somewhere. It's a fictional town, and yeah. maybe it's cold in October. And then <laughs> I think it's just the look for the show they yes, go with. That's just what they wear, wear the same thing in every episode. So we talked a little bit about how the whole first season is a monster of the week fest. Mm-hmm. I personally happen to be a fan of monsters of the week i there people hate them and they rail on them but like i love monster of the week episodes my favorite x-files episodes we spoke a little bit Mm -hmm. about x-files are the monster of the week episodes um the one and done yeah quirky in the x-files reboot that happened recently the reese darby camille nanjiani episode is my favorite and that's Monster Week. So I really forgive them that, and I get that some people don't. Right. And I think it depends on what you want and, and what you are into as a TV show. Some people really like those serial uh, dramas that are, you know, one and done and, and, and nothing. And then some people like those more, not so many, you know, not so episodic. They're, they they drag, they go on, you know, and you have the mythos and you have the mythology yeah, you episodes get, and you, you get, get to it. Mythologies. And, and I, I love. You know, there were some. There were points in watching X Files where I really loved the the monsters of the week, and mm-hmm. I went, "Oh, thank goodness!" Because I couldn't take Smoking Man another week. And there were, there were then maybe some seasons where you get a bunch of Monster of the Week yeah. episodes, and you go, "Well, why um, haven't we heard about the conspiracies? What's, what's going Samantha. on with that?" Exactly. So, uh, and I think Supernatural does similar things. And obviously, as the show gets later, uh, it we deals... don't even we don't even really meet the mythos other than Dad until mm-hmm. we are. Well into season one. Oh yeah, well and into pretty season one. much season two is really where some of that mythos starts picking up, and mm-hmm. not even till season three when it I think is when it started. And then from the very bits and various bits I've seen of further seasons on that we get that we, we get, get cooking with gas. Yeah, we really really start <laughs> going with the whole arc. So, what do you think of the big bag? The woman in white. She's the bad guy in this episode. What do you think of her in terms of scariness? I mean, I you, she seems pretty easy to avoid. Yeah. Don't pick up that don't, hitchhiking translucent yeah, that, woman. That would be the lesson for this episode. And like, don't cheat on your girl. Don't cheat on people, one. Two, don't pick up 
strange women on the side of the highway. That and guy, the guy who first picks her up, sleazebag, sleazebag, so sleazebag. He has he has like sexy ghost blindness. Like he's just so determined to get into her spectral pants that he he drives her to a haunted house, like clearly a haunted house, and he's still like, well, so where? where so is it still happening? <laughs> is yeah. it still going on? He he just. I don't want to see he deserved it, but I kind of want to see He definitely deserved it. I mean, that guy was obviously willing to go to extreme lengths to cheat on his, his girlfriend. His girlfriend. he was on the phone with. Yeah, he obviously is willing to pick up a young, attractive woman in a bridal gown, which yeah. don't ever pick up someone, a re- ghost or a real person, don't pick up a bride on the side don't of the highway. <laughs> they, they did not get there by good circumstances. Yeah. Uh, but he definitely was a little blind, blinded by the oh, absolutely ambition mm, by by ghost, his own ghost China ambition. Um, <laughs> so one thing we're going to talk about as we cultivate our drinking game rules for season one is also like we're going to cultivate the perfect season one. Yeah, we're going to eliminate all the skippable episodes. Obviously, you can't skip the pilot. No, you can't skip the pilot. It's, it's a good a pilot. Must watch it starts out with a bang. It ends with a bang. It's really good. Yeah. It's well acted. Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki are adorable. Mm-hmm. Their chemistry is undeniable. You gotta watch. It's this. a great intro to the show, and it's such a great place to start. You know, I, I'm a fan of Doctor Who as well, and mm-hmm. it's, that's a little bit hard to get people into because the, it doesn't start out with it a great start out well. Um, this one, I really think, like, is gonna grab you. Yeah, it's gonna grab you and take you places. That's what um, got me hooked on it was watching the pilot. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so. Wendigo. Wendigo. Sum it up for us. All right. Wendigo is the story of uh, just a lonely, lonely guy in the woods <laughs> who wants to eat. Uh, and in doing so, will just go out and capture people and save them in his cave for <laughs> quite some time and eat them as he goes along. And he gains their powers. He, he uh, is someone who has become more than human and the fact that he has cloaking abilities and ultra speed and can climb and uh our favorite winchester brothers as if there are multiple sets of winchester brothers well uh, spoiler alert (laughs) i think it might happen eventually uh so our our winchester brothers they uh, get the call left by their dad actually they get the the tip left by dad he leaves them the coordinates yes in the journal which we find out in the previous episode actually mm-hmm. in in uh the pilots that he leaves them the coordinates so they go to colorado where there's been a disappearance of a guy and they're searching for him and they join forces with the disappeared man's sister and i believe brother and mm-hmm. also like a, a troubled little brother mm-hmm. and like a sexy sister which is a real trope of this sh- show so many damsels in distress so many in this show and, and in the in these early seasons dean is a hound dog oh for sure he's oh, for sure just all about the ladies yeah and sammy is not understandably so given his recent loss but he also seems to be more of the Laid back, doesn't pressure a lot of people type. And, and whereas Dean... Dean Spoiler alert, Dean gets, most of the time you are right. Yeah. But no, yes. There are, there are things that happen. But yeah, D- Dean is definitely a little bit of a hound dog and goes... And, and is always trying to get with all the, the ladies in the episodes so they, early on. They Yeah, they join up with this family and get out there in the woods. Right. And it's very Jurassic Park. Yeah, parky. very, very Jurassic Park because we have the really douchey tour guide mm-hmm. who uh, thinks he knows everything and can do everything. And, of course, is completely outmatched by our villain. 
uh, and we get so the villain marks the trees, and then we end up having I believe it is Dean who gets captured, mm-hmm. uh, and and Sammy has to go save him, and we end up saving him, and we move on to our next episode. But the Wendigo, a good monster of the week episode, yeah, very good monster of the week episode. It, eh. I mean, it's worth if we're gonna go ahead and give the tip to skip or not skip. I would say skip this one. I would say skip this one. Yeah, no I, need. I agree. But, we don't learn anything new, except no. I would say if there was one moment that you need to see in this episode, and it's very early in the episode, it is they're sitting around the campfire, and Dean sort of explains to Sam that what happened to their family was so traumatic and, and fucked mm-hmm. up that like if they can save even one family from the same fate, then that's a mark in the good column. So they, they do all this stuff. It's credit card fraud. You know, they're, they're living a very illegal life. Oh, they so commit so. many crimes. Yes. Uh, but they're saving people, and they are hunting things. They are right. ridding the world of evil and, and helping to keep families as together as they possibly can. And for Dean, it really is his mission to get those marks in the good column. And so yes. I would say watch that scene and then skip the rest of it. And episode. just move on. Yeah. Even though Corey Monteith, I'm not saying his name right, but um, from Glee, is one of the main this, characters yes. from Glee, is in this. Uh, there's some good X-Files nods in this as well, in this episode. So I have to say, there are a couple of things that I, that I need to just call out. So like when they, before they find the Wendigo Mm -hmm. and, and this might've been in the pilot episode too. We watched them both. Um, at some point a lady's distributing flyers. She's looking for, no, she's looking for a missing boyfriend. So this isn't the pilot. And she has put flyers literally on every surface within the space that we can see in the shot that has been framed, which to me, I actually uh, was an in, a set decorating intern uh, in my college days mm-hmm. on Mad TV, and um, I was like, yeah, that was an intern's job. An intern was like, they were like, make some missing posters, and they made a hundred, and they needed five, and someone stuck those up. Willy nilly. They said, I made a hundred of these. I'm going to put a hundred up. up. I'm They're all up. going up. Yeah. That, and then mm-hmm. like no one was giving that intern instructions. So they just looked around and found more places to tape up posters. But then like when we made the Wendigo, which is like, it's like a Native American legend. So we've, we've hit on classic American legend mm-hmm. in the women in white. Right. And then now we're doing the Native American legend of, which um, we have a similar, like, Muggy on Most Monster, mm-hmm. Muggy on Monster sort of story. It's a classic American tale. But he, in the cave where they eventually find him, I say him in quotes, there's a very recent, very modern sign that says, like, do not enter, condemned, deadly mine. Like, did it, did the Wendigo get those signs made? Did I think so. Did he buy an Alpha Graphics? Is he a he graphic went through designer? A, he went to a FedEx Kinko's. Yeah. Had to log on, put Is a thumb drive in the computer. <laughs> had to go through the whole process. Uh, I guess in 2005, yeah, either or, yeah, he had to stop by a company and get it made. Because uh, it, it, it's an old mine shaft, but not It's an too old mine shaft that's condemned. Yeah, but it so. couldn't have been too old because those are pretty like modern s- signs that were on it for sure. people down there. Yeah, he's chilling, and and there is a moment in the episode where they say the Wendigo would probably need somewhere dark and and cold to keep its people or to live, and none of the people from this town or from this area said, "Oh, hey, there's an abandoned mine shaft." Should we look for our missing loved ones? You should look there in the mine shaft. Yeah, no one ever thinks about that because people have got there. A bunch of people have gone missing in around this area, and no one thinks to go into the mine shaft looking for them. 
they also like uh, so the the Wendigo can imitate human voices and be like, "Come over here, yeah. come look for me," and they get sh- surrounded by it and trapped by it, and then it it scoops up Dean. Mm-hmm. And this very savvy creature that has lived since the co- colonial times, since pre-colonial yes. times, is clever enough to lead them into a trap by raking bloody claw marks, which meant that it had to, like, because it was a trap. It was leading them to where it wanted them to go. So it was like, okay, where are we? Has it been a long time since I left a claw mark? Okay, it's time. He's going to, like, dip his claws in some blood and, like, leave a bloody slash. Like, eventually, just by virtue of the fact that he's scratching his claws along the thing, they're going to get less bloody. No, they do not. He's like, dip, 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 slash, slash, slash. He's a Bob Ross of... Claw marks. Happy little claw marks. Happy little claw marks. He doesn't notice Dean leaving a trail of M&Ms. Yes. Very obviously. He's Hansel and Gretling them with peanut M&Ms. Yeah. And does Dean have these M&Ms just loose in his pocket? Because if, if they're in the wrapper, that, that makes noise. He, he reveals his big, like, king-size bag. Oh, okay. So is, but uh, that's got to make a little noise. Mm-hmm. And our, our Wendigo, who's got all these ultra abilities, doesn't really notice. And... I guess it's always good to keep M&M's on you. That would be the lesson for this episode so for me. So laser focused on getting to eat yeah. Jensen Ackles, which... Who wouldn't be? Can't blame. Yeah. Um, okay, so we already said this episode is sort of skippable. Yeah, skip What it. did you think of the Wendigo as a bad guy? If you were to say, like, you stay up at night because you're afraid afraid of a woman in white or a Wendigo, what would you say? More probably a Wendigo. I feel like I'm in less control of that situation. I like to go camping. I like yeah. to be out in the woods. So I would feel if that were a real thing, way in less control than just passing by a woman on the side of the road and saying, yeah. not today, not today, lady. Oh, also, just to go back to sexy ghost blindness, yes. because I feel like when that first guy stops for her, she's translucent. She's clearly, like, distressed. He stops and says, car trouble? There's no, no car. car. Nowhere near. Sexy ghost blindness. It's a thing. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm way more afraid of the Wendigo because, like you said, I like to camp. I want to put yeah. myself in that situation. And I feel like, like as, as a Zoni, as an Arizona native, like, Wendigo is something I've heard of. I'm afraid of it. Like, yeah. there's no local legends of sexy ghosts. And also, like, I'm just, I feel like by virtue of not being a cheater, I'm right. okay. Yeah. You're probably safe. I'm also, I'm not a cheater. I'm not someone who's going to stop for a sexy translucent no. boob monster. No. So Wendigo is a scarier thing, even though I would say you got to skip that episode. Yeah, skip it. Definitely. And and like I said, it's 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 fun. It's not a bad episode. There's these nothing. Are, these are two good episodes. You're yeah. going to have a great time. Yeah. Okay. So and, we, yeah. we need to talk about how our rules play okay. out. Okay. Uh, so that we can say how they did for last time. So Nate and the dad glass. How did that work out? I think... We poured in a lot, but you only drank from the glass three times. Yeah, I only drank from the glass a little bit, uh, or I had to do a lot of it at the very end. Poured it in a lot. I, this would be a rule to play with several people, mm-hmm. where everyone kind of pours into the same cup. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like this one has potential, but I also don't feel like it's just like a check mark. Yes, right. And I we poured in a lot. And I feel like maybe if we drinked up, drinked up the change mechanism, changed up the drink mechanism is what I meant to say. <laughs> no, let's drink up the change. Let's mechanism. drink up the change mechanism. If we did that, that might change it a little bit. Because mm-hmm. uh, obviously, Dad 
gets referenced a ton especially in the first in the several pilot. episodes and especially in the pilot uh and so i definitely would say it's a anything involving dad's a good rule but really think about kind of your mechanism of drinking for it mm-hmm. so that was my first one uh it has potential but i think you know maybe our listeners can can give us some guidance can yeah can crack that one i feel like there's something there. there's definitely something there we haven't cracked it yet right uh, you played Broken Furniture. I played Broken Furniture. Um, it happened four times over the course of the two episodes. We got generous with it. Yes. Because it didn't happen as much as we thought it would. And we counted like a tent yeah. being ripped apart yeah. as Broken Furniture. Uh, I feel like this rule has legs. I feel like we should give it another shot. Definitely. There's probably episodes that would be better suited mm-hmm. for. I also feel like four drinks in, in two episodes is not bad. If as if you're putting it in context with other rules, right? So I think that one was. If you're doing this one, if you're doing all the rules as a group, mm-hmm. then this, this would okay. be great along with four or five other rules because it's moderate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you had what happened? What happened? And we only counted three times that yeah. it really happened. And and uh, this is another one that I feel like would be maybe better in a different episode mm-hmm. or. Um, is something where if you are watching multiple episodes all at once, you're mm-hmm. going to get several drinks out of it. Uh, but they're always referencing it, what, and I really want to emphasize kind of like the, the phrase, quote, what happened. Unquote, what happened. Because that's, they say that a lot. See, I'm not as married to that as you are. I think anytime they just talk about mom and Jess, like. That ups it that quite a bit. Because they talk about what happens to mom and Jess like a lot. A lot. And that's and that's kinda why when I created the rule I put the what happened on it because mm-hmm. I didn't want it to be overbearing. Like dad is a lot. There's a lot of dad references. So every time they just reference dad, there's a lot. So that's why but maybe tweaking it a little bit to make it a little more than it is. I don't know. I'm gonna say it has potential. Right. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lock it in just yet. Um pop culture reference one. There's a pop culture reference, and one of the brothers doesn't get it. That never happened. We got generous with it. We mm-hmm. made it pop culture across the board yeah. and just took one drink. So, I don't know. We're going to have to, when we get to the end, we'll have to put that one back in the rotation and see what happens. Because I know there are times when there is a pop culture reference made, and one of the brothers doesn't, isn't on board mm-hmm. with Lord of the Rings or isn't on board with something classic rock or podcast or whatever there is. But it, it didn't really happen for us this time. No. And then we didn't see any Kripke Easter eggs. We missed them, if there oh, were any. I know that they're going to happen, and I'm so bummed that it didn't happen. So we're going to roll that one over to next week. Yeah. Let's definitely do that. Let's. That might be one we just play all year. Maybe. So our number, our number one rule, I feel like, was broken furniture. Number two, I'd say dad class. Mm-hmm. Number three, I'd say pop culture. Number four, what happened? Number five, Easter eggs. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Kind of run down. And pilot is must watch. Pilot is must watch. Must watch watch pilot. Skip Wendigo. Skip Wendigo. Eh, watch the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Then skip it. The rest. Lessons learned, Nate. What is our lesson learned from pilot and Wendigo? So I I, I spoiled it earlier. Our lesson learned from the pilot is obviously. Actually, I think I spoiled both of them. Our lesson learned from the pilot is don't pick up brides anyone in a bridal gown on the side of the road it's not even really bridal like don't pick up someone in anything tattered and yeah. torn that looks like it came and, from somewhere fancy and translucent yeah kind of a big thing if you can That's see through ghost. someone don't pick them up 
there's no upside. I get that the dude was thinking he was going to the bone zone, but like even so, you're getting some kind of ghost yeah. STI. And if a and if a woman takes you to a haunted house, run. And then says weird things like I can't go home. And then disappears out of your car without a door opening. Run. Those are all signs to leave. Run away. And our man did not. He did not. He just... Oh. <laughs> he so, such which, a dumb So we were singing it a little bit at the beginning, but during the whole episode we were singing a little bit of John Denver. John Denver. John Denver cover. Instead of Take Me Home Country Road, we sang Take, Take Me Home Murder, Murder Road. Road. Good that was our fun um, song. Uh, lesson learned for the second episode. My don't camp, and if you're gonna camp, bring M and M's. Always have M and M's, just as a safe keep in case you get kidnapped. And watch for graphic design. And if you see some graphic design that's out of place in the wilderness, yeah. run. Definitely run away. Mm. That'll keep you safe from wendigos and hillbillies who know how to use computers. Okay, so did you? Did you? Did you notice anything in these two episodes that you want to throw in the bag for drinking game rules for next time? Because I did. For example, I don't know what we would call the rule. Maybe Dean Ogles or like Dean the dog or something. But like Dean the dog. He is like cartoonish in his objectification yeah. of women. It's... Especially in Wendigo, it's like he, he almost looks like a cartoon wolf is being like yeah Yeah, the eyes popping out the heart thumping out the tongue rolling everything is going over the top yeah the the dean the dean rule we could just call it the dean rule yeah i would say anytime dean like goes cartoonishly wolfish over a woman Mm -hmm. take a drink yeah we could throw that one in there i think anytime dean says bitch that would be a good rule and when they open the trunk and reveal, yes, anytime, yeah, anytime we get a good trunk reveal of of what's going on in the trunk, because it's always it's it's different stuff. Mm-hmm. It's never the same. It's and it's not like spoiler alert. It's not like Dad's a cool truck bed that has a bunch of weapons. So it's always kind of a crapshoot mm-hmm. we're gonna get in the back mm-hmm. of baby. Yeah, I like those two rules. Yes, thing about having and, and maybe like a blood splat thing. I don't know. That's gonna be real generic bread and butter. Yeah, with the on the you mean on the camera lens, or or just like you see a like plap blood, plap blood, blood yeah. Uh, so be sure to join us next time in our next episode of Gank That Drank when we'll be watching Dead in the Water and Phantom Traveler and playing along with all new drinking game rules. Do you have a suggestion for drinking game rules or perhaps a suggested theme cocktail? Did you play along and you want to let us know how it went? Please comment on our blog at mostexcellentpod.com or join our Facebook group. It's just Most Excellent Podcast Network group. As always, you can find out more on mostexcellentpod.com or if you're in the Phoenix area, find Chrissy and Nate at the National Comedy Theater Phoenix. That's nctphoenix.com. And for National, C for Comedy, T for Theater, and Phoenix, all spelled out.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, your gank that drink, lessons learned. Be sure to drink responsibly and don't pick up that scantily nope. clad translucent woman. Just leave her be. And bring some M&Ms on your next camping trip. And remember when you're out there in the world saving people and hunting things, be excellent to each other and party, party on, on dudes. dudes.